a little bit late. I apologize, I was a little bit late. So I gotta catch up, friends. But it's so good that we're just like in our own living room. We're just sisters and brothers together. And Amen. Yeah. We're going to relax and receive the presence of the Lord and enjoy it. Hallelujah. Right? Glory to your heart. Well, you know, we're going to have today, um, we're going to have uh, Pastor uh, Judy Guidry, and uh, we have uh, our anchor point guest here, Miss Debbie Stone. Sorry. She's ready to enjoy us for the show. Are you sitting here, Angela? So we welcome you. Um, this table's full. Think my mom. Yeah, this table's full. Yes. It looks like there's a lot of um, familiar faces here. And we know that more will be coming as we worship. But we have one here. Here we have a, a gift for you. Thank you for coming. And you bless us to be here with us. Yes? Okay. And so um, as we are going to go, we're going to start, you know, we're celebrating, as you know, this is Red Rock and Blue. We are going to celebrate with July and the that we are one nation under God, hallelujah. And that we are uh, excited that he's allowed us to be here and be Americans. And we need to be proud of that. I know it's you know where you are. Thank you, Jesus. But we have a mandate. This is, he has set us here for a reason and a purpose. And we are going to celebrate that as well today. Um, sorry, I, for some reason my lip is sore, so I thought it was anyway. uh, We're going to do the Pledge of Allegiance just because we uh, do that in July and just even every time during the year, but we celebrate it especially during this time. We're going to have our national anthem to uh, celebrate America, and of course, we're going to ask the Lord to bless America. Amen. Amen. And so we're going to have also, as you can see on your. Um, table there are some declarations and some decrees. Now these decrees and declarations have been uh, raised up uh, by, uh, it was first introduced by Flashpoint and uh, then give him 15 uh, Dutch sheets, put it in his, uh, um, I guess what is email blast. And so it's just to encourage us and to wake us up that we have responsibility Amen. and that we have power in our tongues. And we're going to decree and declare these as a body. And um, there's also in there uh, just uh, something from um, Clay Nash. He has said about the Declaration of Independence. This is just for you for your reference. And, um, and you may already have all this stuff, but I just feel like the Lord is calling us to do that again today as we have gathered here in his name. Amen. To stand. Hi, Janet. It's good to see you. God bless you, darling, all. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do that together as well. Uh, there is an, also in that packet there is a prayer against witchcraft that we need to take our stand against that. Of course, Amen. not only in the government and schools and local government and so forth and so our families and everything. Amen. So this is just for your reference and we are called to prayer. We're called also to fast and that's what some of this decree is about. There have been some um, spiritual leaders of Israel that have had uh, a word from the Lord that we're going to share as well. So uh, as we move on, oh, and I want to say real quick, we um, one of our outreaches it was for the Webster Fire Department, as y'all know, that we have been praying for their protection and all that. Well, we blessed them again this July, and it was with uh, this prayer, and I'll read it to you. But we gave them with a thank you card. Let me show you that. It's not my, it's not in color, so I'm gonna show you that. 
and uh, there's a keychain, and on the keychain it has um, a fire hydrant, a fire hat, and then there is a code on there. They're brave and such like. We always encourage them and let them know how much we love them, that we are praying for them. Also, the card, as I will bring, says, thank you for your service of, to our community as we celebrate our freedoms. You give us the freedom of life by keeping us safe and protected. Our prayers are always with you. Mm -hmm. And then we, we pray, it's in here. The Lord bless you and keep you, and let the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Blessings as national, <clears throat> NASA Glow Lighthouse members is what was in the card. So I pray that blessing already all over y'all. And y'all can see that as uh, we have a table set up over here for if you'd like to. So as we move on, uh, also in the newsletters, for those that have gotten the newsletter, they're a glow celebrating the 55th anniversary, and they're going to have a conference November the 3rd to the 5th. You don't have to do anything. This is already on. Here's the little clippy. Clip up here somewhere. Give you that. So if you want to go to And then that can just go in your pocket. Of course, we're going to be having lunch today. Welcome to have coffee or whatever we have here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe I can if you know, try to untangle it a little. We have hot dogs and I don't know if this thing's making it better or worse. Oh, it's attached. I can't take it off. Trying to make it shorter. Okay. So, you know, we are still rejoicing over Roe versus Wade. Amen. Overturned. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to continue to make a stand and make a stand to be watchmen's on the wall and intercession and proclaim justice and righteous to reign over each state's solution on decision on abortion. So God has already made a big movement here and he's going to continue to with a tidal wave to come across the United States. Because America will be saying, right, well, Where's the pocket? Thank you for coming. As long as you kind of get in there, so it's right here. Okay. It's right here. But let justice run down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream throughout our homeland in America. Hallelujah, right? Amen. 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 That does have a clip, too. Yeah, I see it. I can't get it. I can't get it clipped on there, Charlotte. Let's go ahead and say the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. And if we will stand, and then she's going to play the Pledge of Allegiance over our nation. Okay, you're good, and it's still on. Thank you. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I need the camera set up. Okay, that thing is broke. That, uh, that thing is broke. I can't. If you tighten it, it'll work. I promise you.
came right out. So I don't know what you're talking about. Hide what? There's two of them. No, this broke. That's broke. You broke it off. There's no frisbee. It's broken. You broke it yesterday. Okay, look.
Oh, that's weird. She went to the grocery store. They have it at the grocery store. Uh -huh. She goes. I, she goes. I'm going to go to a convenience who, who store. Who said that? That was um, Lorraine. Oh yeah. Well, don't worry about it. It just quite nice. This is good. What you're able to do. Would you have time to pick up Zero Sprite for Judy? I had planned to stop. Oh, she had planned. She didn't yeah, stop. It's usually like you have to buy it in the bottles. Yeah, you know, like a six pack or a big bottle. Yeah, unless you go to a convenience store. <laughs> oh, unless you go to a convenience store. We will take our country back. We will honor the one true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. America shall be saved. And that's just a scripture for you to refer to as well. Okay, praise the Lord. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was wonderful. And I know that we have just taken our foot and put it on the five kings and crushed them. 
I have a chair upon me if you want to sit there. Uh, and, me and, and what that is, as you know, everybody, uh, everyone already knows that Biden Where? is going to the Middle East. Between Angie and I. Right? And so he has repeatedly affirmed that uh, the objective of dividing the land in two okay. state solutions you know for Israel and Palestine. Yeah. And we know that that cannot happen. And so we, uh, we are standing against that. And so with that, you know, we are being called, his trip is between the July 13th and the 16th, but we are being called to pray between the 12th, which started on, you know, a couple of days ago, but uh, until the 17th, we can continue. And not only that, afterwards, we're going to dissolve everything that they're trying to do and pull it down and say no to it. We cannot have it. We have that authority. So there were several prominent ministers, as I mentioned earlier in the international prayer leaders, that have said that they have heard from the Lord, and it was an urgent call to fast and pray. And so during this visit, and so our assignment is to intercede for the United States that we would remain a nation which blesses and does not curse Israel and upholds her biblical right to the land, and also that Israel's security and well-being as being watchmen on the wall. And that was Rick Writings. And um, I'm gonna read, and you have it as well. Um, the, this is what the Lord said. This is what he has spoken to them. And it says this, uh, he received this on the uh, 21st. It says, this is uh, what's happening uh, over there in the Middle East right now. This is a Tower of Babel situation. The globalists are speaking one language worldwide. That is why they have been able to build their kingdom in such a relative short time. Their unity has created an evil momentum. Um, help me with that. Momentum. momentum, thank you. Their plan is to steal the crown jewel of, of the King Jerusalem because it is the footstool of our government upon the earth. Therefore, my ruler bride, I love the way the Lord calls us his ruler bride. Isn't that beautiful? He said, therefore, my ruler bride is to decree division upon those serving the spirit of Baal. And she is to carry out the sentence of judgment written against them with the high praises of God, with the high praises of God out of her in the mouth, her mouth with a two-edged sword in her hand. She is to will my sword to divide and cut in pieces and the army serving the spirit of Baal. Do not look to a man to be able to scatter these uh, evil builders to save Jerusalem. Look to me. High praises is, is your weapon. Use it in one accord, just as we've been doing today. And I myself will arise and scatter my enemies, and their plan shall be uh, severed, severed back, set back in all the nations they rule. In the time to exercise, it is time to exercise your authority in me and put your foot upon the necks of the five kings of the spirit of Baal. So just stop your foot on their, put your foot upon their, on their necks. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we know that this is a spiritual warfare and that our weapons are not carnal and that neither are they directed against people or people groups. We pray and will our weapons on high praise to bind principalities and powers in the heavenly realm and set themselves that set themselves up against God. They fight God, right? And here, uh, God's will on the earth and against God's people and against the nations where He has placed His name. And there you have some scripture references there. 
and then we're encouraged that the warnings are not to, and to, intended to cause fear, but are instead uh, the glorious invitation of our God, who has called us to rule and reign with Christ, seating us with him in heavenly places. He has given us authority in his name to bind and loose and to use this authority over every ungodly entity in the earth, on the earth and under the earth. And we bind the enemy's plans and release God's will on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Amen. So if you go on, uh, you have a second page is where we will say, uh, we, they're uh, giving us a specific points to pray. So um, if you would like to pray with me, I appreciate that. We pray for the peace of Israel and for the confusing of all kinds of the enemy to weaken Israel by dividing her lands in disobedience to God's commands. We cry out for all Abraham's descendants, Jews and Arabs alike, to know their Messiah. God's ultimate desire is that all should know and come to faith. We ask for the ungodly power keeping Palestinians in bondage by attacking government structures which still kill and destroy, to be broken and for Israel's descendants to come home to God's family. We pray for Biden to hear God's word and to be humbled by him, knowing the only the Prince of Peace himself can bring eternal peace to the Middle East. We plead for our nation to remain a sheep nation and that Biden's legacy not include the ungodly counsel to divide the land of Israel. We call for godly advisors, the Esthers, Daniels, and Josephs in our government to speak to Biden and governments asking God to give them ears to hear and obey. We ask God to stop, Lord, stop. Causing her to depend on us instead of on God for our security, our pressuring, our governments to make ungodly concessions based on our current friendships. We use the high praises of God in asking Him to confuse the voices of the jobless elites and to stop their plans in Jesus' name. Amen. And then the uh, the last one is just for you for your reference. And so we thank you for the participation and the unity and the agreement in Jesus' name. And so we call this done. Amen. Amen. And so now we're going to enter into His gates and with thanksgiving and praise. And uh, we are going to start uh, worshiping the praising and worshiping the Lord. And we welcome Angela and Sandra Lau. Angela is our guest psalmist, uh, and we thank her brother for all the work he's done to set us up. God bless you. Amen. 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 Welcome this morning. We want to welcome Angela and Jason this morning. Let's give them a hand clap. Thank them for their service here today. Lord, we just come to you in the name of Jesus. We're here to bless you, to honor you, to exalt you, to magnify you, and to enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord. We bless you this day. We come into your courts with praise, Lord, to honor you. Lord, lead us into the holy place where it's just you and me, Lord, to worship and adore you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. I have no control. So I didn't. I didn't know that y'all were going to be doing a Fourth of July kind of thing. So uh, one of the first songs I've got for us to sing is a song called Freedom. So praise God. Um, 
Ms. Joyce, I think if you'll just press that little button that says slideshow or present, it might let you work that.
Jesus, Father, we lay hands on this keyboard right now in Jesus' name. We command it to work in the mighty name of Yeshua. Speak to the sustained pedal to work in Jesus' name. Father God, we command the devil to get out in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus. We connection to work in the mighty name of Jesus. Julius, I'm going to move on to that next song. We praise you. We praise you. We wait for you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We wait for you. We wait for you to walk in the room. We wait for you. We for you. We wait for you 
Come on, receive it right now. The devil's trying to wear some of you out. And you've been crying out to God. Lord, when am I ever going to see a change? I've been praying, 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 praying. And things aren't just, they're not happening yet. But the Lord wants you to know that's the key. The word yet. Just because they haven't happened yet doesn't mean they're not going to happen. Come on, can I get a praise from the Lord? Hallelujah. Because God can move heaven and earth to get to you. He's shifting and He's shaking up some things. He's stirring up some things in you because He's getting you ready. He's getting you ready. He's setting you up for a miracle, sister. Hallelujah. He's setting you up right now for a miracle. The word of the Lord is inside of you. And I speak to that word in the name of Jesus to come forth. The devil's tried to shut you up, but he's a liar. And so, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, as I lay my hands upon her, Father God, Lord, I prophesy over her the fire and the zeal of God to encompass her, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that the trouble and the trial, Lord, she's been through. Your word says if we go through the fire, we won't be burned, God. If we go through the flood, we won't be drowned. And Lord, she'll be like that burning bush that said fire, God, but it never burned up. The fire didn't go out. And I prophesy over her. The fire is not going to go out in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, stir up the fire in her in Jesus' name. Healing, healing, healing to this body right now healing in this body. I come against fear and I cast it off of her right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Come on, sister, receive it right now. Can you play the blessing real quick? And then we'll turn it over to Lorraine and receive the offering or whatever. Now we're gonna she's gonna play it and then she's gonna play her song for the offering, okay? Hallelujah, we got it, amen. I'm used to being in charge, hallelujah. It just comes, it just comes with me. Come on, baby, can you play it? Are you happy to be here today in the presence of Jesus? God's got something for each one of you today. Thank you, Lord. I don't even know if I get to preach. Sometimes I don't get to preach. But I tried to hear from God, so I hope he lets me, lets me give the word. Glory to God.
and their children and
I thank the Lord for my precious daughter. Huh? Hang on. She wants to say a word. She wants to sing it and praise the God. I can hear God telling me the reason why the grave couldn't stop him is because he could hear his daughters today crying out to him. Uh, pray for Angela. Uh, she's written a beautiful song. Or, I believe it's so anointed, and uh, we're hopefully about to go into the studio, and she's going to record that. Uh, I prophesy you're going to hear it on the radio. Uh, so I want her to sing a little of that uh, real quick, Angie. And uh, so when you hear it, you're going to know who it is. Amen. Yeah. And then well, I want to enter, I'm going to introduce someone to you. I finally got the pedal fixed. It's called Joe, get the other one over there. <laughs> <laughs> now that worship is over with, you know, if, if, whether you know anything about piano or not, uh, have, not having a sustained pedal just ruins everything. I don't know what to tell you. So hopefully y'all didn't hear a difference, but on my work. I was struggling up here, y'all, and I'm so sorry. That is not my normal, but, you know, I just pray that you were blessed anyways and that you will be blessed the rest of the afternoon, and I did not ruin your day. So, and if I did, you've got a problem anyway. So there you go. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. So, um, yeah, God, God kind of gave me the song within probably about 30 minutes. A friend of mine, he just played some little ditty thing, and he's like, I've got this song, and... I was like, well, that's not really a song. He said, well, I know, but I figured maybe you could do something with it. So I was like, all right, well, let's go. And so, and in about 30 minutes, it just kind of just, like, just came out. So um, it just kind of talks about, I don't know if you've ever been at this place where you're about to give up on your faith and you're just, you've prayed and you've believed and, you know, and you're just kind of, I don't think I can believe anymore. 
And that was kind of where I was at a time in my life. And so this is just kind of what that came from. So.
songwriter and uh, she got that anointing passed down to her from him and uh, I miss the man amen and uh, so he's been in heaven for a little over three years but uh, I started a, a new journey back in uh, January I believe it was when I took a part-time position as chaplain of Anchor Point Ministries how many of you here are familiar with Anchor Point Ministries. Wonderful. And uh, so today I have the uh, CEO and founder of Anchor Point Ministries, uh, Debbie Simons here, and she's going to come and share with you. I tell you there, I don't know of another ministry like this in our area and how many people that they are reaching. And I've always been pro-life. I've preached it from the pulpit. And I believe we all need to preach it and speak it and agree with it and take a stand for it. Amen. And uh, look what we've seen happen. So God is, of course, making progress and he's not finished yet. And so Debbie's going to come and take about 10 minutes and share with you. And then we're going to finish out the service. And uh, so everybody just stand up for a minute. and Let's just shout hallelujah one good time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Are you ready to receive today? Amen. Praise God. And the Anchor Point has a table back here. Be sure and stop by the table. Uh, Tracy and Kathy will be back there to help you. And uh, they're also with the Hope Family Center. And they do an absolutely great work. Give these ladies a hand because they are reaching out to moms, dads, and saving babies. Glory to God. All right. Well, I am certainly excited to be here. And as she said, I'm the CEO and founder of Point, And I've been here probably, what, four years ago? Yeah. Yeah. It was a while back. So you guys need an update for sure. And for those of you who don't know about Anchor Point, you need to figure out what it is. So our goal is, is that you would be able to walk away and you would be able to share about these resources in our community so that people who are without hope would be able to have hope and Amen. we would be able to change the trajectory of their lives forever. Okay. So um, Anchor Point really was founded with a heartbeat for loving families and loving kids and loving women struggling with the decision of choosing life. Um, and we've been blessed to grow that ministry. We actually have four parts to that ministry. One is our Obrium Medical Clinic. That's where we deal with women who are on our Healthy Texas Women's Program who um, need a free pregnancy test, free ultrasound. We do STD testing and treatment. We do well woman exams and we do prenatal. Um, so anything you can think of on that medical side. And if they're struggling with like getting on a Healthy Texas Women's Program with Texas, we can help them with that. Um, and we do everything we can to start, kind of stand in the gap. So that's kind of the one of the frontline pieces where girls who are trying to choose life for that child that are in their exam rooms all the time. 
Um, and if you're a prayer warrior, we'd love to have you be part of the prayer for what we're doing with that because it's so critical. Our second piece of what we do is our Hope Family Center, and that's where Tracy and Kathy are um, working out of. And that is once a lady has chosen life, what can we do to come alongside of her and help her and baby daddy figure out their way in the world? So prenatal classes, parenting classes, spiritual mentors, case managers, anything you can think of, our All-Star Dads program. We also run recovery ministries for sexual abuse recovery and abortion recovery because God wants to heal um, a lot of us um, so that we can be used even in this piece of the ministry. So that's our Hope Family Center. We have our Hope Counseling Center in Seabrook, which really focuses on four and above. Um, so we get into the work there of working with a lot of kids from hard places, which come from out of our foster care system are they adopted um, and also maybe some of our current clients would also go over to that side of our ministry but we run our pathway to hope camps and we work with those families to get those kids to teenagers because um, teenagers and beyond maybe but i don't know about y'all but the older mine got the harder it got um, i thought you know five was bad 26 is rocking my world on some days, okay? Um, and I'm blessed I have nine children, and so I have a plethora of opportunities for God to grow me. Um, so, and my last one, I'm down to one in the house, and I'm like, praise the Lord, can you just make it, right? One more, there you go. Um, and then our last and newest addition, just so you know, is our um, Hope House, which is our maternity home that's in Lake City. We opened that in January. It houses up to six girls for up to 18 months um, and walks them through the process of not only their pregnancy and kind of getting on the other side of that, but what do we need to do spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, education, every piece that you can think of so that this young lady can be fully independent and take care of her child and her. Um, in about 18 months. So we have currently have four girls there. We're going to be adding the fifth one probably next week. And we've already got our first baby there. So Alex arrived about five weeks ago. So that's super exciting because we get to help these girls. And if you, if you knew the girls' history, you would be amazed at that they're even still kicking because they come with all kinds of baggage and trauma. And then we have little babies coming. So we got a lot of work to do with mama and sometimes dad's around and then the baby. Um, so God's given us a great uh, battlefield to take the land, to be a part of just making a difference. And so um, for those of you, when we talked before, one of the things I want to say is, hey, you know, um, post Roe v. Wade and the decision that came out by the Supreme Court is absolutely wonderful. Amen. Okay? Um, it's absolutely wonderful. But here was, here was my thought before, and this has always been my thought, is that I did not believe that God would ever allow that to happen till his church and us as the, as the body of Christ were ready to handle the additional children that would be here. Amen. Okay? And now that it has happened, we are obligated Amen. to rise up. Okay, and so the things that we do at Anchor Point are just a great way. It exists already. It's a great way for you to get engaged and involved in whatever you can do to be a part of that space. Okay, because I mean, think about it. In Texas alone, you potentially have 60, 70,000 more kids every year. Every year. 
Okay, it is, it has, abortion has been the leading cause of death in our nation for years. Okay, the leading cause of death. We think heart is bad or whatever. In Texas, it's the same thing. Okay, and so now that we're in this spot, it's going to be a great opportunity for you and I and all of our churches in our community to be the body of Christ. And we don't get many opportunities like that for God to pull something back so that we could rise up. And it's our time to do that. So it's, it's super exciting. I'm, some of the things that I think you're going to see as we continue to move forward is definitely we need to do an expansion of a lot of the things that we do. And we're working on that. Um, but what I believe that will be one of the biggest challenges that we'll face is that it's very difficult in Texas to regulate um, a lady getting um, abortion pills by mail. We have a law against that. Okay. But internationally, people mail them and everything like that. So what was before a young lady going to an abortion clinic, now she gets pills, and her abortion clinic becomes her bathroom. Okay? Without any doctor's supervision, without anybody else knowing, her parents may not know, and it's a very serious and dangerous place to be. Um, and that is going to continue to rise in our nation, okay? And one of the things that we are working on at Anchor Point is there is the abortion pill reversal process um, that we can do through our medical clinic. And after a young lady has taken the first pill, before she takes the second, we have an opportunity to intervene. So a lot of ladies, if you hear their stories, they'll tell you, I took the first pill, and then what happened? Satan said, I got you, right? I mean, after you take the pill, it, you can't do much after that, right? I got you. And this, uh, so the media will suppress all that information about the pill reversal, but it is available. It is just a progesterone uptake, just like they would do if you were attempting to miscarry. It's just a different kind of protocol for it, but it's the same type of thing. And we need to be about knowing about that. Because we're going to have people we come across that have just taken a pill and we need to know what to give them as an opportunity for hope. Um, they have saved about about 65% of the children to be saved through that. That's pretty amazing. Um, so that's something we should be aware of. And then the other thing is the additional need for resources. So um, Anchor Point has a great staff, but my staff doesn't get all the stuff done. It's the volunteers who are investing in the ministry. Um, in order for us to reach more people, make more impact, it requires more volunteers. It requires more of us to step up. So if you have a day or you have a half a day or you have uh, periodically I can do an event or I can come in and pray over the center and clean, that'd be great, you know. Uh, and those are all wonderful things. So I want to encourage you to talk with Tracy and Kathy um, or you can talk with myself and get involved however you feel that God is leading you. I do not really feel like we have an option in this, but God's calling each of us to be a part of it, and the only question is, what is your and my calling in this? Um, and that's that's really where we are. So um, I just want you to know that it's not about all the big pieces of ministry that we have, but it's really about the individual lives. So the blessing of you know the young girl that comes in there that is struggling with what she's going to do, and she's pulled to abortion because baby daddy is influencing her that away or her parents are influencing her that away 
And we have a chance to get in that space and just love her and plant seeds of life in her and value her. And as God works in that mix, that when she sees that baby on the screen and the heartbeat, that the life is changed. And we have story after story after story of that. And that is the power of God at work. And we get to be a part of that. So we're excited for you guys. We're excited to be here. Um, freedom is what it's about. And that is what these girls need. Freedom in Christ. So thank you for letting me share for a few minutes with you. And I'll be happy to talk with you. Amen. Thank you, Debbie. Praise the Lord. Anchor Point is a great place to be involved. If you love people and you're a person that believes in hope, amen? amen. That's what we do is we bring hope. Amen. What more could you bring a person than hope? Amen? Debbie believes in hope. Everything's hope. Amen? <laughs> okay. Well, today, uh, how many believe that we are headed or we're about in an awakening, that there is an awakening about to hit America and even other nations. Come on, can we believe for that? And uh, you know, we've been praying for revival. We've been praying for that for a long time. And, and you know, even the scripture says when uh, repentance comes, there's going to be a time of refreshing. Does anybody here need a refreshing? Come on. You know, I know this, I mean, it is hotter than I don't even know what to say outside, right? And uh, so one of the best things would be just a cold, cold drink of water or maybe a dip in the pool. You just, I mean, you just like almost want to get the water hose and squirt yourself, huh? And uh, cool yourself down. And so God is bringing a refreshing to us and we are prime time, we're in a prime time of an awakening to take place like we've never seen before as this repentance hits our country. Now I'm not moved by what I see. Come on. I believe in calling things that are not as though they are. Come on. It's up to us to release the word. It's up to us to take a stand. It's up to us to declare things and release them into the heavenlies. If we want to change, if we want to see the world change, and we want to be part of being a world changer, then that's what we've got to do. The clock is ticking right now, church. We're on God's timetable. The Lord is about to split the eastern sky and he's coming back for a glorious church hallelujah and he's coming back for not a dead church he's coming back for a church that's been revived he's coming back for a church that's on fire glory to god and so if we want to walk into his blessings we need to discern what time it is you know the sons of ishakar they knew the timing and the seasons of the lord amen and so they had the wisdom to move when they were supposed to move. They sought God and they heard from God. And so he is calling us out. This is a launching time for the church when we are stepping out into some deep things. There are some deep things going on out there. Come on. But the word of God says that we can know the deeper things of God, but we can only know them by the spirit. 
We don't need to know them in the flesh. Amen. <laughs> We're not going to get anywhere. We're only going to get there by the Spirit. So we need to ask the Lord to help us launch out into these deeper things. I'm telling you that dead things are about to come to life. And a lot of people don't understand what the word revival even means. It actually comes from a, from a Latin word. Some people think that revival means it's a time when sinners come and they get saved and give their heart to the Lord for the first time. But that's not true. Some people think it's just a manifestation of miracles. But that's not true. Because the word revived actually comes from a Latin, Latin word, revere. And that the re-prefix means again, and the vivir means to live. So if you put those parts together, you get a conclusion that says to live again, to start again. That means something that was once alive, come on, and I'm going to prove this to you in the scripture. Everything I say, I back up with the word of God, okay? So something that was alive, but... Uh, died or you know is not functioning is coming back to life again there are some people in here that been through some stuff and the Lord is saying to you that he wants you to draw a line in the sand this is the time to draw a land in uh, a line in the sand amen and start again it's a do-over come on Aren't we glad we serve a God of do-overs? <laughs> Thank God God's not finished with us when we mess up the first time or the second time or the third time. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, so, you know, just some synonyms of that word include arouse, awaken, bounce back. Sometimes you lose a little bounce in your step. You need to get your bounce back. Some of you used to jump and shout. Had been jumping and shouting, you need to get your jump and your shout back, amen? Uh, overcome, rally together, uh, recondition, recover, refresh, and the list goes on. So all of these words have a theme of taking something or someone that was once vibrant and alive and bringing it back to its energy and its intensity. And so let's look at some examples of the word revive. In the scripture in 2 Kings 13, 21. I'm going to give you the scriptures. You can go back and read them. I'm going to tell you the story, okay? I'm more of a storyteller. So I'm going to tell you what happened. Is they were taking a man out to bury him. And, uh, and there was a, a band of bandits or whatever you want to call them. And so what they did is they, they dropped the man into the grave of Elisha. Remember that story? And when the man touched the bones of Elisha, he revived, the Bible said. I said he revived and he stood up on his feet. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine taking this dead man out, throwing him into a grave of Elisha, and he comes back to life again? How can that be possible? Because there was fire shut up in them bones. Hallelujah. And when the, when the dead man touched the fire, come on, when people get around you and they encounter the fire of God in you. It ought to make them want to rise up, glory to God. They ought to get 
the unction of the Holy Ghost. They ought to get excited. They ought to want to come up to another level. They ought to recognize the fire of God in you. Don't we want to be there? Thank you, Lord. And so I believe God is bringing us to that place. You know, fire spreads, amen? And uh, when we get revived, the church, the church is going to have to get revived first. Amen, that's right. That's the truth. And, uh, and come out of some dead places. But that fire is going to ignite and it's going to start spreading. You see, the devil wants to put your fire out. He wants to defeat you. He wants you to have a disappointed attitude. And he'll even put you in a dead place. He'll set you on a pew somewhere where you're not doing anything. Anybody ever been there? If you don't have nothing to do, go to that table right back there. <laughs> and sign up and volunteer because God's got something for you to do. You might say, well, I'm not a preacher. That don't matter because you know what? God's going to use mostly people who aren't preachers in this season. And he's also going to be using women powerfully in this season. Maybe you just want to go rock the babies over at the Hope House. Hallelujah. And be like a grandma. I can't wait till I can have time to go over there and sit in that rocking chair and rock those babies. That's just right up my alley. Hallelujah. And I'll prophesy to them and anoint them with oil, smear them all down. I've done been over there and smeared oil all over baby Alex and, uh, and prophesied over him, glory to God. And we're excited because we're about to have several more babies, amen? And uh, so this fire awakened this dead man. And the Lord is awakening Israel. Amen. Don't give up on praying for Israel. God's eye is upon Israel, and we have always been a friend to Israel. May we continue that friendship, and may that never be broken. Amen? As long as we continue to be a friend with Israel, we shall have some blessings from God. Amen? So here's another example real quick. This is what I started my ministry of the Glorious Connection on. The Lord gave me this scripture in Ezekiel, in Ezekiel 37, when the Lord came upon uh, Ezekiel and he took him out in the spirit. Anybody ever been taken out in the spirit? I have been taken out in the spirit. I'm not going to go into it, but I had some strange things happen to me when I was taken out in the spirit. But God took Ezekiel out in the spirit and he took him and set him down in the midst of the graveyard. Now I'd be like, now, God, if you're going to take me somewhere, please don't take me to the graveyard. I don't want to go where a bunch of dead people are. But, you know, God had a reason. He was showing Ezekiel something. And so he took him out to a valley, and the valley was full of dry bones. There's a dryness in our land. And so he's told Ezekiel, you know, walk around. See what condition they're in. You remember that song, I just came out to see what condition there was condition without. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm an old hippie, so I know that, that but I used to hear my husband sing that. And, uh, and so he said, son of man, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, you know, God, only you know if they can live. And God was saying, yes, they can live. 
Yes, I can revive dead things. Yes, I can revive things that look hopeless. Come on, God is a God of hope, glory to God. Yes, I can revive those things, but you've got to speak it. God didn't speak over the dry bones. He commanded Ezekiel to prophesy over them. And so God was saying, they can live if you'll speak, if you'll declare what I say. And so the Lord God told him that uh, to speak to them and to speak the breath of life over them, that they should live. You know, breath represents the spirit, glory to God. When God created man, what did he do? It took the breath of God for him to become a living soul, didn't it? For him to come alive. And so, you know, there's that song that says, Yesterday's gone, today I'm in need. Holy Ghost power, breathe on me. Remember that one? We used to sing it all the time. And, uh, and so the scripture says that, you know, there wasn't any flesh on the bones, there wasn't any muscles on the bones, and so there wasn't any skin on the bones. And so God covered the bones, and then he breathed upon them as Ezekiel prophesied. And Ezekiel prophesied as God commanded him. He heard the voice of the Lord, and he spoke what the, words, what the Lord said. There's a lot of voices out there you can hear. Just turn on the television. You know, sometimes you turn on the television, you 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 turn on one channel, they're saying one thing. Turn on another channel, they're saying just the opposite. Who do you believe? God. That's who you believe. Because there's so much deception out there It's hard to know whether man is telling the truth or man is not telling the truth. So you better be listening to God. Amen? And uh, so, you know, when God breathes and brings life to something, there's a shaking. And those bones begin to shake as the breath of God blew just like it did on Pentecost, amen? Amen. The breath of God came into that upper room, the Holy Spirit came in, the wind blew, and the Bible said there was what? A shaking in the house. And as the shaking took place, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to prophesy, and they began to speak in tongues, amen? And uh, so the Lord said, prophesy to the wind, prophesy that the four winds of the earth shall come and breathe upon this, uh, upon these dry bones. I'm telling you, in this season, the wind of the breath of God is blowing across our nation. And believe it or not, it's not just happening in Texas. It's going to happen from corner to corner. Can we believe that? Amen. And uh, so can these bones live? Yes, they can. When we receive the instruction from God and we're willing to declare by faith to speak to dead, lifeless things and believe that they can come alive again. Do we have any kind of faith like that in this room today? And, uh, And so the skin and the flesh came upon them and they begin to look like what they were meant to be. You know, that's why you need to speak over yourself. 
When you speak over yourself, you begin to look like what God wants you to look like. You know, some of you say, well, you know, what about my husband? He's all kind of messed up. <laughs> well, when you begin to speak over him, the breath of God to blow on him, speak the word over him, and call things that are not as though they are, then you can begin to see him look like what he's supposed to look like. Amen? Isn't that good? Hallelujah. And, uh, and we can prophesy to the elements. We have the power to prophesy to the elements. We have the power to call upon the angels, the angel armies, to come and assist us in this end-time battle. Amen? And the Bible says that they rose up when they connected. Come on, we're talking about a connection. That's why I'm telling you that God gave me the scripture to, for my ministry called The Glorious Connection because it truly is a glorious connection. Listen, when we unite together, when we let down the boundaries of denomination, the walls, come on, that's over with. When we let down the boundaries of race, that's over with. We, we don't need to be trying to bring nothing back to put walls up against any of us. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad God don't see color. Amen. He doesn't. I got news for you. He don't care if you're red, yet, yellow, black, purple, pink, white. Because he don't see you that way. He sees you as his creation. We ain't got time to mess with all that stuff. We've got to unite together, amen, as one. You know, that's the greatest prayer ever prayed. When Jesus said, pray to the Father, Father, make us one. We can't do anything when we're divided, when we're in strife. The Bible says when there is strife, there is every... uh, Every kind of wickedness that can come in has an open door. There's every evil work. So God has recently called me to start something, the mission called the Women of War. Now, I'd hoped that I would start this before now, but it just didn't happen. And so I'm not stressing about it. It's coming. Trust me. It's coming. And... uh, and so these women of war, if you want to sign up to be a part of that, you can sign up over there on my table. These are women who know how to seek God for instruction. Because you see, it's not about one person. It's not about me seeking God for instruction. It's about women coming together and saying, thus saith the Lord. You know, God showed me this. Everybody has different talents, you know. Right? Some of the warriors of praise. Some of the warriors of intercession. You know, those women are going to be bold enough, bold as a line, to declare the word of God and see a breakthrough. They're going to let the roar of the line. I'm talking about the line of the tribe of Judah. Come on. 
And uh, they're going to know how to use the elements of power, like the wind and the warfare, uh, the weapons of our warfare, and the angel armies that assist us. They're going to prophesy life and breath into dead things and revive dreams and visions. And uh, they're willing to get in position. Come on. It's time for us to take the position and the posture that God has called us to take. If you're a prayer warrior, pray. Pray even more fervently. Because the Bible says the fervent righteous prayers of a righteous man do what? They avail much. And, uh, and so pray uh, 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 fervently. If you're a frontline warrior, get ready and get equipped by God to fight. God's called us to fight. You have to fight for your faith. That's what the Bible says. Paul said, I have fought the good fight. Come on. You're wrestling with an enemy. But we win. I don't want to just be like the Bible says, beating the air. You know, when I was a kid, I had, I had two older brothers, and they were much older than me. And my oldest brother, he was kind of mean. And my middle brother, he was really sweet. He wasn't mean to me. But he tried to get my middle brother to boxing. The older one did. But my middle brother wouldn't have no part of it because he would just beat the fire out of it. And so my brother, my oldest brother, decided, I'm putting the boxing gloves on you. Uh-oh. And uh, you know, I wasn't but about eight or nine years old. I didn't know how to box. You know. And so, you know, he slapped me around, punched me around. I mean, he never really, you know, my face would be real red and all that. <laughs> but uh, he didn't break my neck or nothing. <laughs> he made me tough. <laughs> and so I'd put those boxing gloves on, and I knew I couldn't hit him because he was always, you know, had his guard up. So I'd just put those boxing gloves on, and I'd just wave my hands as hard as I could. I knew if I could wave them hard, sooner or later I'd hit something. <laughs> Sometimes I hit my own self. But I was just beating the air. I wasn't getting anywhere. We can't fight the devil like that, just beating the air. We've got to be strategic. Amen. Are y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. So God's about to do some things that are impossible with man. And he's firing up his people, especially women in the last day. Come on, ladies. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready? Hallelujah. Because he's got an assignment for you. And... uh, and so some of you have had some dreams, and those dreams have kind of seemed like they're dead. But God says, I'm reviving some dreams. I'm reviving some dreams. Amen. Uh, who's the lady back here sitting next to Trudy? That would be you right there. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sophie. Sophie, I I couldn't see you back there. I haven't seen you for a while. Good to see you. Wave your hand, Sophie. Because the devil's tried to kill your dreams. And you've been through a, a great time of grieving. God's not going to put things back like they were. 
okay? Because he's got something new. So even this word today about drawing the line in the sand is for you, Sophie. It's for you, Sophie. God is reviving a dream inside of you, and it's time for you to come out of the house. It's time for you to come out of hiding. It's time for you to come into the position that God has called you to. God has something for you in this last day. Amen. And he's kept you here for a reason. You've been worried even about your health and what you're going through. And, and he's tried to put fear upon you. But I prophesy over you, you shall live and not die. You shall live and not die in the name of Jesus. Because God is shaking some things inside of you. And he's bringing those health things into order. Healing them by the blood of Jesus. So that you can be in the right position that God has for you in this last day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know, some of you got some relationships that, uh, that, uh, you're, that have been dead and you're praying God to revive them. Now, some things don't need to be revived. Now, I'm not telling you to go home and leave your husband. Now, don't leave here and say I said that. Because I didn't say that. Amen. But... You know, I've had relationships before that were broken. And uh, I've even had relationships. It's the funniest thing because I've had relationships with uh, people that turned on me and tried to, tried to do me wrong or they, did, they just didn't like me. They just, I, I don't know why nobody wouldn't like me. Do y'all know why nobody would like me? Amen. Don't tell me if you do, okay? I won't hear about it. But, uh, Angela, be quiet. <laughs> Sit down, Angela. No, no, Sit no, no, down. Sit down. It's not time for you to speak her out of order. I know. But I'm going to do something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move you to the middle because you're feeding back just a little bit. Oh, I'm feeding back. Yeah, okay. that's all. I thought she was going to say something about me because she's real good about that. No, did y'all want to know some yeah. stories? No, come on. Sit down. Move me to the middle. She's always taking care of me. Thank God for my baby girl. Amen. And my son. He's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> no, he is a blessing. I praise God for him. Amen. And uh, so, but God is reconnecting. God is reconnecting some relationships. And, and what I was going to say is, is some of the people that I would have thought, God Never mind, I'm not going to say it. But you know what? God ends up making me have a great relationship right. with those people, right. the ones that didn't like me. You know, and I'm thinking, how can that happen? Because God turns her heart. Yes. You know, and uh, I, I once invited a lady to church, and, and uh, she came into church, and, and uh, she was a visitor. And she sat down by this other woman in the church, and I walked down the aisle. I always helped the pastor. And, and uh, so after church, she told me, you're not going to believe what happened. I said, well, what happened, sweetie? She said, well, I walked in. I sat by this lady. And when you walked down the aisle, she looked over at me and said, I hate her. I can't stand that woman. I said, well, bless God. Hallelujah. 
How would you like to hear that as a visitor? Come on, Jesus. We need some help. Hallelujah. And uh, so, glory to God. How about your businesses and your finance? Amen. You know, sometimes they look kind of dried up. Your bank account's not looking like it ought to look sometimes. But is God able to do something? Is he able to revive some things? Even things that you lost in your finances. You know, God can bring those things back, Sister Desiree. God can bring those things back to greater than what they ever were. You know, I prophesy over you that God's going to publish things for you. The Holy Spirit is going to publish your business abroad in this area. Amen. And, uh, and he's going to build it. He's going to bring people in. And people are going to see the good work that you do. And they're going to desire that. And you're going to help a lot of women. Amen. How many of y'all want to look beautiful? Come on. This girl can fix you up. Glory to God. I hadn't been to her yet, but that's her business, to fix you up. Am I right? No. No, I'm not right. Okay, there she is. Oh, that, okay, you're her friend. Okay, yeah, okay. There you are, okay. Well, there yes. you go. Well, y'all are so, both so beautiful. Yes. I mean, they're great examples, huh? Right? Good to see you, honey. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm getting through this. And y'all are saying, well, hurry up. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah, I'm with you. No, we're not. So, how about this one? Elijah was staying at a widow's house. Remember that? And the son of the widow fell sick. And uh, so it was actually a sickness to death. And, and uh, in fact, the Bible says there was no breath in him. And so the, here's what the widow said to Elijah. She says, uh, have you come here to slay my son? Right. <laughs> you know, have, have you seen my sins and God has sent you here? to slay my son. I mean, she's like accusing him. It's your fault. Now my son is dying. You were sent here to punish me by God. You know, sometimes people have an issue with that. They go through some things, some kind of a loss, or they go through sickness. And they th I have people tell me all the time, what did I do? What did I do, Pastor Judy? Why is God trying to punish me? Why is he punishing me? Come on now. Come on. If you belong to God, just think about yourself. How many people in here have children? Okay. Even when your kids mess up, even when your kids mess up, would you put sickness and disease on them to punish them? Of course you wouldn't. And God doesn't do that either. Now, do Christians get sick? Yes. The Bible says that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the scripture also admonishes us that we're responsible to take care of ourselves. Come on, I'm going to touch on some touchy touch stuff here. Okay? But, uh, you know, I, I, I had some issues. 
And I didn't know that my issues were caused from the way I ate. Had somebody told me that my eating habits were causing some severe issues, I think I would have changed it. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. But nobody told me. You see what I'm saying? And, and so when I finally did hear it, according to the doctors, it was too late, but I don't believe that. So I have changed my eating habits, and since that time, I've lost about 45 pounds or so. Every once in a while, I fall off the wagon. <laughs> and God has to shake me up a little bit, you know. But I get back on again. You know, I don't beat myself over the head. I just straighten up and get back on. We have an environment that is geared towards sickness. When you go out and breathe the air, when you drink the water, everything like that is geared towards sickness. And... Uh, so, you know, I'll tell you a quick story that uh, we had a home in Pearland. Many of y'all know that. I, I lived, I was raised in Pearland for over 40 years. And my husband kept getting ill. He kept getting, having seizures, uncontrollable seizures. The only time he wouldn't have a seizure was when he was in the pulpit preaching. He wouldn't have a seizure. Wow. And uh, he'd have sometimes 20 seizures a day. And we had, we had a church right down the road from us, and, but we had three offices at home, so we officed at home. My husband was always home most of the day studying, and uh, so he, he was affected the most. And so the Lord told me there was something in the house. Well, I thought he was talking about a demon, you know, because I did deliverance in those three offices all the time, you know, and I'd plead the blood and... You know, poor little Angie, she'd have to come out there and help me cast out devils. And she'd be like, oh, mama, please. You know, and. Uh, Just keep playing. Just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I thought, okay, well, one of them demons is trying to take up some space in here. We got to get rid of that. And I just kept on praying and pleading the blood and anointing everything in the house. And I didn't allow things in my house you know, that could open the door to the enemy. But the Lord kept saying, it's in the house. Well, we had a little leak in the, come in the roof. The insurance company came out and they said, your house is full of toxic mold. We had a, we had a, uh, like a swimming pool under the slab that we didn't even wow. know. A pipe had burst and mold was all up behind the walls. It was everywhere. And that's what was making my husband sick. We were also sick with some other issues. And so we immediately had to move out of the house. But before we did, one day I was laying in the bed and uh, my husband was beside me. And, and uh, we were about, uh, it was just right at the beginning of when we went to bed. And uh, I heard him have a seizure. And it was a horrible seizure. Of course, it wasn't the first one he ever had. And I looked over at him, and I could see he had no breath left in him. His lips had turned purple. I mean, it was different from the other seizures he had had. And I checked his pulse. He didn't have any pulse. And uh, I didn't know. 
I, I know it was just the Holy Ghost made me do this. I got on top of him and I, I didn't know how to do CPR, but I put my mouth on top of his mouth and I began to breathe and I began to declare to the spirit of death. And I commanded the spirit of death to come off of his body and to loose him in the name of Jesus. And in a little bit, he went, <gasps> and he took a breath. So, you know, I, call, I, I called 911. It took them 20 minutes to get there. At first, they're like, I, you know, we can barely detect a pulse, you know, but we get a little bit of a pulse. But he lived. That was probably 25 years ago, and, uh, and he survived. So just like Elijah, Elijah took her son, carried him up to the chamber where he stayed. He laid him in, he laid the son in Elijah's bed. The boy touched the covers that Elijah had touched. Elijah, Elijah laid on him three times and he spoke life into his body. He picked the boy up and brought him back down to his mother. And his mother said, the one who had said, did you come here to kill my son? She said, oh my, I know that you are a man of God because what you said came to pass. Amen. Come on. Amen. That's how important it is what we speak, what we're willing to do. So the world can see that God's miraculous power works through us. We're not seeking after miracles. Miracles and signs and wonders should follow us, should they not? I've seen several dead people raised in services. I had, we had a woman die in a service, you know. And uh, in a nursing home, and all the little women, they were, all the people were crying, and of course everything had come out on the floor, and, and the nurse came in, she said, I'm sorry, she, she's gone, you know. And I said, oh no, she ain't dying in my service, you know. And uh, <laughs> so I went over there and laid hands on her, and, and I began to pray and rebuke the spirit of death, and, and of course she wheeled around the room, and she was like this, you know. and. Uh, and covered her up, and a and, uh, little bit, the nurse come back in. She said, I don't know what in the world happened, but that woman she threw that sheet off of herself and said, where are you taking me? <laughs> I said, well, you need to bring her on back in here so, so these little old people can see. <laughs> and she's not dead, she liveth, hallelujah. And uh, so isn't God good, amen? Glory to God. i got to move on, glory to God. And uh, so in this hour, you know, even the people who doubted, like this little widow woman, they're not going to doubt now when this shifting comes forth, amen? And uh, so this is a great example of health being restored. God is able to restore our health. The Bible says... Our time is in his hands, amen? And so God wants to show up and show out in a time of trouble. And uh, just like he did with the other little woman that had, uh, that uh, uh, God sent Elijah over to and said, go over to this little lady's house and 
uh, you know, there was a famine in the land and she's going to take care of you. And Elijah gets there and oh, she's got this little meal and a little oil and she's about to make a loaf of bread and her and her son, that's going to be their last meal. You ever been down to your last meal? Listen, I've been down to my last meal. I've been down to my pantry where I had went and looked in my pantry and there wasn't nothing there and I had two kids to feed. When we first went into ministry, we went through some of that stuff. We left a big income. We went into, we, we, we had to learn to trust God. I'm talking about for everything. And then somebody show up with a trunk full of groceries and they say, I don't know, but I was in the grocery store and God said for me to buy you all these groceries and bring them over to you. I said, oh, thank you. So, you know, I can only imagine how he thought, uh, God, <laughs> couldn't you send me to the king's house, to the king's <laughs> palace? I mean, they got money over there, right? And, uh, and they can take care of me. But instead, you send me to this little woman's house who don't have nothing, and then you tell me to eat her stuff. <laughs> now, does that even sound like God? To take from the widow woman and tell the prophet to eat. Can you imagine that? If I was to get on TV and God said, and, and I'd say, now, the Lord said for me to send you, for you to send me everything in your bank account, Agnes. That's not God. You can change the channel. Yeah. No. No, we'd be run out of town. Yeah. But Elijah did it. And what happened, he said, if you will do this, you will never lack again. And so she did, and her barrel never went dry. God is a God of miracles. And so she was revived. And, uh, and, uh, you know, there's one more story about about uh, Jacob and uh, and Jacob. Uh, you know, he was so sad uh, about Joseph, and you know, Joseph had the dream and all that, and, and uh, he was so sad about losing his son. But but then he found out that Joseph was alive, and when he found out Joseph was alive, the Bible says that uh, that when he found that out that he was revived in his spirit. You know, maybe you've lost somebody. A lot of us have lost people in the past couple of years. And, uh, but I tell you something, that God is reviving us, amen. He is reviving the dreams that we have. And uh, so don't be disappointed in God. Psalms 119 says this, I will never forget your precepts, for by him you have revived me. Revive me according to your loving kindness. And the psalmist encountered all kinds of struggles, but he called on God to revive his spirit. You know, we're not at this all at the same place in our walk with the Lord. But I tell you this, wherever you are presently, God's word has something to say to you today. 
And he's trying to say to you that he is doing a work of reviving in this time and in this season. He is firing us up, amen, to be demonstrators to this world and uh, to preach and to testify of the goodness of God. And like I said, it's not going to be just preachers. You know, the Bible says, uh, the scripture says, Jesus is the light of the world, but Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And don't hide your light under a bushel. But let it be like a city set on a hill. You know, the walls around that city were made out of white limestone so that in the dark the city could be seen. Amen? And so God wants our light to be seen in this hour. And he wants us to hunger for heavenly manna. God is pouring out heavenly manna, just like he did to the Israelites. He not poured, only poured out the manna, but he was, like Angela said, he was a fire by night. Glory to God. He was a guiding light in desperate times. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a story about Nehemiah, and, uh, and the people called on him to preach. Well, it, it wasn't just uh, like a, an hour message. I mean, he read the word from sun up to sundown. Amen. Now, can you imagine going to the church and sitting through all that? We'd be like, Pastor, give it up. That's enough. Right? No. We don't want to do that. But the word so got on them that they were convicted. And you see, that's where we need to be that we have ears to hear what the Spirit yes. of the Lord has to say. Yes. Even in this shaking time, the Word of God says God is listening and He is answering. He is forgiving and He is cleansing. And He is positioning His people for change on the earth. So be assured that God is awakening some things in you. God is awakening some things in the spirit. He's lighting a fire in us. He's reviving our dreams, our finances, our relationships. And he's empowering us if we will humbly seek him first and acknowledge his ways in everything that we do. God is the captain of the host. He is a mighty warrior. And so can we say today, to God be the glory. Can we ask God today to revive us? How many need some dreams revived today? Well, then this message is for you. Amen. The Lord knew you were going to be here today. And so don't give up on your dream. Begin to declare life over it. Ask God to breathe on it. Yes. Come on. Yes. Ask him to breathe. Holy Spirit, come and breathe on my dreams and revive them in the name of Jesus. There, there is much to do. You ask God for little, but God says, ask me for more. Because he's a God of overflow. He's a God that wants to do above what you can think, above what your imagination is. He can do exceedingly and abundantly all that you think or ask. But you got to think it and you got to ask it. That's your part. And so we've got to do that with God today in the name of Jesus. And 
I don't know, I guess Lorraine, Lorraine is uh, fixing lunch back there. Uh, usually I pray for people, but are we ready to eat? Is that what the deal is? I can't hear you, sweetheart. If you feel led to pray for someone, if you feel led to pray for someone, I wouldn't want to stop the anointing and what the flow of the Holy Spirit's doing. So it's up to you if you're where you feel like you are. Well, I always pray for people. But if I get started praying for people, we might be here another hour. Okay, so we'll light up and have lunch so, and as the Holy Spirit leads us and then the altar will be open afterwards and then if you'd like prayer, we could do that. And she just may call you out. So Father God, we just ask you to bless the food that you thank have provided you, for us. We thank you for the fellowship that we have yes, together Lord. here. We just give you all the glory and honor for that which you show us to do. And we want to see you. Amen. We want to see you and do that which you would have us do always Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Amen. Uh, so uh, Angela, you can come play play a little bit. And if anybody, you know, you want to get in line to eat, that's wonderful, no problem. If you want to get come up here and have me pray for you, that's good too. Thank you, Lord. Just pray something real life. You know me, I always take prayer. Did you have prayer too? Huh? I don't have prayer too here. Yeah, I'm going to get you out. Again, be sure and visit the tables. Uh, I have some things over there, and Carol will help you with that if you want to purchase any of those, or you want to just give an offering. There's some offering envelopes over there you can fill out, and uh, if you want to buy something with your credit card, you have to fill out the information, because I didn't have time to show people how to use my credit card machine. So, the Lord bless you, amen. I'll start down here. Dave, you want to come help me? Dave. just pray for Agnes right now in the name of Jesus. Father, she has a heart of the praiser, Lord God. And Father God, she's praised you in the most difficult times, God. Father God, she's seen turnaround in her life. She's seen turnaround in her children when it didn't look like anything was going to happen. God, but surely you intervened. And Lord, you brought hope to Agnes, Father God. Now, Lord, you are not going to leave her now, Father God. You are a God of provision in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And Father, I just pray, Lord God, that 
you know, all the things that the Lord is showing me that, Agnes, you have been misunderstood. You have not been listened to. You have not been taken serious. But the Lord says in this last day, as a woman of war, a woman of warfare, that God is going to set your posture and position you where you are going to be more effective than you have ever been in your life. And God is going to connect you in the right way. And people, whether you know it or not, people are watching you. And they see your praise. And, and you might feel like they think that, uh, you know, they're, they're saying things that are negative. But the, but the Lord wants you to know that in their heart, they're only wishing that they could do what you are doing. And so, Father God, I just speak over her right now in the mighty name of Yeshua, God. Lord, let, let the Spirit of God come forth in Agnes, Lord God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, be like a river of refreshing. Refresh her bones, God. Refresh her bones in the name of Jesus. Refire her, rekindle her in your spirit, God, in Jesus' mighty name. That there is no lack. I rebuke the spirit of lack in the name of Jesus. And I command it to let go of her finances in the mighty name of Yeshua. Something is coming. Something is coming. Something is coming that she thought she wasn't qualified for. But I prophesy over her that something is coming in Jesus' name. Thank you. Lord, open up the windows of heaven, God, and pour that blessing out, God, so much that she cannot even contain it. Lord, she is like the widow woman that gave the mic, Lord God. It may not have seemed like much, but to you, it was a sacrifice. And so, Lord, I call upon all those sacrifices. Lord, as a memorial to you, God, that you have set up on Agnes' behalf in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, take it, take it, take it. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus God, I declare order, 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 order in Jesus' name. But this order is from the Lord, Charlotte. It's not from you trying to put things in order and constantly trying to rearrange and redo and make things come into order. But the Lord says, relax in my spirit and rest in my spirit and know that I can set those things in the proper position and in the proper order. Lord, I prophesy over her children 
in the name of Jesus, how the enemy has tried to attack them. I break that assignment off of them in Jesus' name, and I speak to their ears to be open to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Holy Ghost, revive them in Jesus' name. The word that has been spoken over them, the word that has been spoken into them, God. Lord, they are not leaning that direction, but God, I speak over them that they will lean that direction in Jesus' name. I lay my hands on Charlotte's gut and I speak healing to her gut in the name of Jesus, Father God. I speak healing to the processes that take place inside of her body to line up and to be made whole in Jesus' name. And every thought that is not of you, Father God, Lord, that Charlotte will learn to discern it and she will cast it down in the name of Jesus. Lord, let the joy, joy, I prophesy joy, joy over you, Joy, let the joy of the Lord come back into your house, come back into your husband in the name of Jesus, Lord. And, and as you dance, the Lord says, get up and dance. Get up in your house and begin to dance. You don't have to dance in front of anybody but the Lord, but begin to dance because you're dancing on the head of the devil in the name of Jesus to shut his mouth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Touch Mary, God, in Jesus' name. Don't worry. I said, don't worry. The Lord wants to release you from worry today. And I break all that heaviness off of you that the enemies tried to put upon you and bring thoughts of worry is God going to do it is he able to do it I break those thoughts right now in the name of Jesus the Bible says take off that garment of heaviness and put on that new robe that new garment of righteousness put on that new garment of praise for the heaviness that has tried to come upon you. I see sorrow has hit you like a tidal wave. It has hit you like a tidal wave. And you've had a hard time letting go of the sorrow. I don't know if you, did you lose someone? Did you love? I lost my parents this past year, an okay. uncle, a, uh, a brother-in-law, a son-in-law, oh, a grandchild. Lost a lot of people. And so, Father, just take the grief away, God. Lord, it's normal to grieve. There's nothing wrong with grieving. It's a process that heals our heart, God. And it's a time process. And no one can tell someone how long it takes to go through that grief. But God, what we can say is God does not want to keep you at that place. He wants to be your comforter. 
And so I prophesy a blanket. I prophesy a blanket of comfort. I want you to go home. If you don't have like a blanket or a throw, I want you to buy one. And I want you to anoint it with oil. And when you're home sitting in your chair, cover up with that blanket and put it around you. And I, when you do that, I want you to think about the arms of the Lord being around you, comforting you, and releasing you from all that grief. That God kept you here for a reason. He kept you here for family. He kept you here to stand and to stand for righteousness in your family, to continue to pray for your family. And God does not disappoint. You may feel disappointed. You may feel disappointed. Like, why did this happen? Why? I mean, that's so much. That's so much to lose that many family members so close together. I've lost a lot of people too. Friends and family. And it hurts. And there are days when it seems overwhelming. But you know what? I just have to say, God, let me crawl up in your arms. And take the loneliness away from you. And so I prophesy that over you. Take the loneliness off of you in the name of Jesus. Take that spirit of loneliness off of her, God. Because your word says she is not alone. And you have not forsaken her. And though you may not feel strong enough to stand, you really are a strong woman. You really are a strong woman. You have gotten through this. And you'll get through the rest of it by holding on to the hand of the Lord. So don't let go. the Lord say, lay your head on his shoulder. Lay your head on his shoulder. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Judy wants prayer again. I don't know if it's prayer again, but uh, a lot of what you said was true. Uh, I've lived at this condos for 17 years, uh -huh. and uh, in the last six years or so, it's people moving around me uh, that don't like, you know, I have scriptures all over my walls outside, mm -hmm. and in my garden, I have the Word of God, and it seems like they just come against me, and they don't give a reason why they dislike me, but even all the time I've been sick, they would wish I would die. To my face, they'd say, I wish you would die. Mm -hmm. I wish Jesus would just take you. And I agree with everything you said a while ago, but I believe what you said. They just want me to shut up. But it's something in me I can't. You know, it's just the Word of God, and I love the Word of God. Yeah. And I believe in praying every morning, and I prayed on my steps every morning for 17 years, but now they're saying I'm having to stop. You know, and I just, it ain't in me, it just keeps coming out. Well, no. You know, yeah. It's like it's shut up in my bones like yeah, that. Yeah, well, the devil's trying to shut you out. But he, you know, you, you know what? You just need to reverse that. And say, God shut the mouth of the lion. And he has. And, and then she, coming against me. Because she threatened, for a while she threatened me and I had to call the cops. Uh -huh. 
And what they taught me how to do is do a video every time she's around me. And it stopped her for a while, but now she's back doing it again. It's just like they have no fear of God. And if I say something, if I don't say it, if I stay in the house, if I don't, it's, it's, they're not happy. They just, they want, wanted me to move. Yeah. And they wanted to live here a year and a half to three years. But they, well, I had, a, I had a neighbor like that. It, like a lot of it don't make sense to me. So I just keep calling out to God, you know, like, help me, what do I do, what do I do? And I just keep crying out to him, like, it, I can't really figure out what, that I'm doing wrong because he's getting me to do this and then I get in trouble. Yeah. Well, it's not really. And like when you pray that fear off of me, yeah. is because sometimes it's hard not to get fearful because they want to hurt your car, they want to hurt your property, they want to hurt you. Well, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I ask you to send your angels to encamp around her property, around her possessions, around her doors. Father God, we seal the doors, Lord, with the blood of Jesus. Father God, that nothing can come in to get to her. No one can do evil to her in the name of Jesus, God. And so, Lord, I come against that fear that would try to overcome her in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Cause faith to rise up. Cause faith, Lord God. Lord, that she will not stop speaking. The devil can't shut her up. He can't bind her up in the name of Jesus, Father God. And the Lord is just telling me to tell you that don't agitate the enemy. Okay? Don't, don't agitate the enemy. Pray for your enemies. But don't go out there and agitate and, and holler and... You know, because they don't have understanding, yes. and it makes the enemy angrier. Okay, the only thing I do do, uh -huh. I don't want to back up. I do go out there with my Bible, and I still read my Bible outside, like I've always done. Well, that's fine. But that's I don't want I don't want that to be agitating. But I don't want to pull back from reading my Bible. No, you shouldn't pull back from the Bible. Okay, that's what I do. And I'm just say, saying, when you see them drive up in the driveway, don't be. You know, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, or saying things or hollering out scripture. But no, they say, Jesus loves you. But the first, no, the first thing they do, they say that they, they don't want, they get tired of hearing me out there reading the Bible. She has a ring phone, uh -huh. and so she hears it while she's working. Because, uh -huh. see, I thought I was out there reading the Bible by myself, but she has a ring phone, uh -huh. and so she wants me to shut up. Well, just say, I'm, I, I'm sorry that you don't want me to read my Bible, but maybe you should consider turning off your ring phone. I've got one I just don't speak to them because of the fact they can get pretty, Yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I'm not wanting to get yeah, hurt. Yeah, just ignore them. Just follow just after ignore them. Don't, don't have any confrontation with yeah. them. Yeah. And just, you know, you trust the Lord for his protection. Yes. And he's got his hand upon you, Thank you, you know. They can't, they can't make you move, only you can allow us to come to that. You know what, that's okay. what I keep saying, you know, I kept told that one time, she said, if you would just move, get out of here. Well, see, I heard that she wanted my property. Uh-huh. I've saved it for my grandkids. Uh -huh. But I told her, I said, no, I'm not going to move. I'm just not going to move. I ain't right. done nothing. Why should I move? Right. 
Anyway, so I'm wanting peace too. God can take mm. care of your enemies and you can walk in peace no matter if they are peaceful to you. That's right. You can still walk right. in peace. Like I said, I had a neighbor that did that to me. And uh, goals of kindness on their head. Yeah, we, we try to have services and the police are knocking on the door. Yeah. Oh, oh, honey, yeah. I know about but, that. But, you know, that's, that's persecution. Even the police told me, they said, we know this is persecution, but we're just coming out to check. So when y'all get yeah, through they, having yeah. church, you know, just da-da-da-da, you know. And we, I just go about my business the best I can. But it has put a little damper on a lot of stuff. You know, it's constantly, right. you feel the hate. And I'm like, yeah. and like yeah. sometimes when I'm in my house praying, uh -huh. I don't know how she knows it, but it seems like she's really in an uproar. Yeah. Well, she might be in the witchcraft. Witch. Well, okay, I was going to tell you, uh, she has devils all around her door, and she celebrates uh, uh, Mardi Gras like Christmas. She said that's her Christmas. And then she put, they had to make her take down some of the devil stuff that she had around. And she said well, she can have that, crosses and stuff, why can't I have that? Right. Thank God, greater well, is he that's Let her you. have it. Let her have it yeah. if she wants to have it. But you're well, going to have no, what I'm God going. tells you to have. Amen? I do. Praise the, the Lord. The devils are still there. Praise the Lord. Okay. Hey, girl. So. <laughs> I need have to redo. Have you gotten taller if I got shorter? <laughs> We're just shrinking. Okay. Thank you. So I've been undergoing treatment for a high-grade bladder cancer, and I have two more years of treatment. And it's made my life tough because I'm in the bathroom all the time. Yeah. So I just need the scarring from the surgery and the scarring from the BCG, which is the tuberculosis uh -huh. treatments. Uh -huh. They put that in. I have to go for more in August 3. Uh -huh. I mean, it causes horrible scarring to me. Your throat and pain when you pee. Yeah. And I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish the yeah. course. But I, I just... I'm, Yes, in Jesus' name. Father, there's nothing too hard for you, God. And Lord, I just thank you for the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that you created Judy's blood, our Father, in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, I ask for a total, total, total and complete healing. I rebuke the spirit of pain in the mighty name of Yeshua, and I break it off of her right now in Jesus' name. Devil, you're a liar, and I speak to the infection. I speak to whatever it is that is not allowing the urine to drain out of that bladder in the right way. I curse every cancer cell that has tried to attach itself to the urethra and the bladder, Father, in the name of Jesus. I command every cancer cell to die in Jesus' name. And Lord, that help these whole cells will be restored in the name of Jesus. And Father, I come against fear. I come against disappointment in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord, that she would not allow doubt to me. When we have to go through something for so long, the devil tries to come and put doubt inside of us. Is anything ever going to change? Is anything ever going to happen? Nobody knows what it's like to be a person that is in pain all the time. We can say all we want to say, but the person suffering the pain is having to deal with the issue 
And so, Father, I ask you to give her strength to deal with this issue until the miracle manifests itself in her body in the name of Jesus, that when she goes to the bathroom, Lord, the flow will be normal and there will not be pain in Jesus' name, that whatever is in there needs to come out in the name of Jesus. It needs to come out in Jesus' name. And whatever acidic things are causing infection to build up in the name of Jesus, God, make her body alkaline, Father, in Jesus' name. Cause her system to be alkaline because cancer cannot grow in an alkaline body. And so, Father God, I speak that over her. Help her to uh, watch what she drinks. What Actually, okay. I'm totally alkaline. I've been alkaline okay, for good. years. Yeah, good. and I do. I watch. Yeah, I don't ever okay. put it in Wonderful. water. Wonderful. But yeah, it's not. It's not infection as much are as you, are you drinking alkaline water? No, I eat alkaline diet. My alkal, my urine okay. seven. There's my urine, I'm fine. Okay, there's, fine. there's a place on NASA Road One. Christian lady, she has those spinning shoes. I would suggest you buy your water there. Well. It's yeah. not that expensive. I, I'm so alkaline already. I don't want to go that too far. I'm a seven. You don't want to yeah, be above right. a seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. just pray about it. Yeah, I will. Just pray about it. Yeah, you hit it right on the head, the disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. That's a disappointment. And my husband's been sick, and I've been taking care of him. And it's uh, the day his uh, lymphoma treatment ended, my treatment started and, and he had leukemia before that and now he's got rectal wounds i'm having to do wound care twice a day it's like exhausting but my biggest problem is i was getting up 11 times a night to pee and because my my bladder is it herniated into the uterus it's it, i mean into the, in the vagina it's a second degree cystocele so it pinches off so i don't ever empty but anyway at night lately in the last two weeks it's been three to six times praise god because i've been doing pelvic floor training but it's been it's been hard, it's been hard. My, my husband had to have a uh see what did they call it catheter cystocele. yes an indwelling catheter yeah he had an indwelling catheter put in one that made my life 100 percent more simple. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Because he, he he didn't drain. No. Yeah. And uh, that stopped a lot of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But there were issues with that too. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But I say it was a blessing. Yeah. He's no good. Get a whiff of this. Yeah. Really no, nice. It was, a, it was a blessing. Yeah. And so, but God's gonna. He's got to give you strength. You need strength. Yeah. You need the strength of the Lord. And uh, you're just overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed. It's, it's, it's too much. I understand. The last time I had BCG, the doctor did a cysto. And after he did a cysto, he flipped it. And something happened. And so then, ever since then, I was getting up 11 times at night. And I was like, for months, 11 times at night. And I was like, but now I know how many times again. Because I have two little. Uh -huh. Two little plastic bowls. One has filled with little rocks. Uh -huh. Every time I get up, I put a rock in. So in the morning, I see three rocks, or five rocks, or six rocks. That's good. So it's, it's, it's getting, getting better. better. It is. I had two or three, three threes in the last two weeks. I had some fours. When it's a five or less, it's always a good night. It's a good night. 
anyway, and I had had thyroid, so I was taking thyroid, and my blood pressure was high, so I got blood. I mean, every in, in December of 2020, 2020, blood pressure, thyroid, the diagnosis, surgeries, and and it just it's been like. And then I was doing the BCG every week for six weeks, and every three months. Now I'm at six months, so praise God. But it's that well, BCG we is for And I had such a huge breakthrough last week on the 8th, new beginning. The VA 100% disability came through. I've been for over a year and a half and standing and waiting for it. 100% disability came through. Did you hear what you said though just a minute ago? I say all that. You have to say all that. Speak it. Yeah. Speak it out so that you can hear it, the enemy yes. can hear it, and God yeah. can hear yes. it. Yes, but it was on the 8th. Amen. Amen. And I That's said, okay. praise it is. God. It is. Okay. Okay. Hey, Ruby. I can't remember half the things I want to walk out the door. And you're, I just take that back, Lord. Yes, I can. So, thank you, dear. Okay. You remember that prophecy I gave you? Mm -hmm. And you said it came to pass, yes. right? Yes. I should have had you testify. Yeah, because it just came to pass again. It did. You want to testify real quick for two minutes? After you pray, I'm probably I'm getting drunk here. Okay. Well, that's okay. You I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. do it. But I have done it at my meeting. Though. Oh, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Yeshua, God, I thank you, Lord, that you are truly a God of provision, Lord. And you're not finished yet. God, you are you are moving things, you are shifting things, God, and and uh, I, I just feel like uh, you know you've been struggling a little bit with direction, and uh, the direction that the Lord is taking you, and uh, and wondering if you're actually hearing clearly from God, and so I just speak to your ears to open to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour in the name of Jesus and and that God is going to make you more intent in your purpose. Uh, he's going to give you better strategies than what you've even had in the future. He's, he's shifting things from just ordinary, ordinary. That's the best way I know to say it. Uh, but it, it's going to be out of the ordinary. Wonderful. Okay? And people are going to be attracted to come to, to this because God is, it's not like everything else. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to give you creative ideas on how to move into this season. 
that God has for you. And uh, even with your speakers, you know, God is going to give you people. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean they got to be a pastor or they got to be this or they got to be that. But God is going to show you directly, okay, those that can touch the hearts of people and bring change to people's lives with a word and with a prophecy. And so you're going to have to shift some things around. And you may even move you to a different place mm -hmm. than where you are right now. But he's going to provide that place, amen? And so even in your relationships, I sense that God is going to connect you to some new people. And uh, you've been wondering about some of your friendships or, you know, why is it doesn't seem like this relationship is what it used to be. It's because God is making room for new people in your life people that are going to sow into you with words of wisdom and people that you are going to sow into and you are going to minister to. And he said he's going to send a friend who's going to walk alongside of you, one like you have not had in the past. And he's going to raise that person up to yoke together with you to do this mighty work that he has in this season, amen? And so I see increase coming because if one can put a thousand to fly, two can put 10,000 to, to fly. And the Bible says two is better than one. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm sensing that you're talking about the ministry more than anything. Is that right? Well, yes, but I am talking about ministry, but I think it has to also do with your family. I was wondering if that's what it was. So, it's bringing order. Everything, yeah. It's bringing order. Hallelujah. Just keep speaking it like I, I preached today. Yes. Keep declaring it into the heavens. That's Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you. Hi, honey. How you doing? Well, skin around the eyes and the fingers. And of all things, I talked on the phone. And I was just seeing an old friend. She says, cousin's going in for surgery because you can't put skin's flat. And a little bit of left it in the right the middle finger. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we speak to every nerve in the name of Jesus, every nerve that might be pinched or uh, every joint, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I speak to arthritis in Jesus' name to come off of these fingers in the name of Jesus and any syndrome, Lord, like cor corporal tunnel syndrome or anything like that that is binding, Father God. I speak to it to be loosed. I command the pain to come off of this hand in the name of Jesus that these fingers will be flexible, flexible in Jesus' name. And Lord, that when that stiffness and painness comes, God will just move it on out. Let's just bend those fingers a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for loosening me right now. Loosening me right now in Jesus' name. Touch your eyes, Father. 
in the name of Jesus, any nerves that are damaged, Lord, in uh, Jesus' name, uh, speak to that, Father God, in the mighty name of Yeshua, touch her vision, Lord, that uh, there's been something that's progressing in her eyes, that I speak to the progression to stop in the name of Jesus. God can do it. Amen. Uh, the Lord's telling me to tell you to take a good dose, a healthy, healthy dose of vitamin E. Okay. Take a healthy, healthy dose of vitamin E for your eyes. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Praise God. I'm so sorry. Hey, I received it from you speaking. I messed up. That's okay. We're not perfect. I had job like mixed up. And from way back there, you both are pretty. Yeah, yeah. I'm training her, so she's Well, I kept, I kept looking over there at you, and I'm thinking, and I looked at her, and I'm, yeah. We have some but it doesn't matter. Y'all are still doing the same thing now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so she had to receive that anointing. Glory to God. Yeah, I'm glad that you did it for both of us. Yes, in Jesus' name. I'm going to go to a travel in Brazil in August, the half of August. Come back. You what? I'm going to a travel to Brazil. Oh. Yeah, vacation. You are. I'm going to a wedding on my niece. Uh -huh. Just want to pray over the trip and come back safely. Yes. Blessing me and my husband that we're doing okay in here too. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for the anointing upon her, Father, in Jesus' name. Father, that wherever she goes, the Holy Spirit in her goes. Father God, and Lord, that you are with her. Father, that you send angels to stand guard around her, that no harm shall come near her. Lord, however she travels, Lord God, Father, that she is traveling on the wings of angels, not on the wings of the airplane. She's traveling on the wings of angels. And God, that you have her covered in Jesus' name. And so, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for the time that she has with her family. Lord, let her be a voice. The Lord says, you will be a voice to your family. And uh, he will use you to speak to your family. That you bring a word of hope. Amen. I have a friend of mine that have a church there that mm -hmm. she goes, that mm -hmm. I speak there one time. Okay, so good. So I want to go with the daughter and speak there when I'm there. Well, the Lord says you're going to bring a word of hope and power. Hope and power to those people in Jesus' name. And, and so that they're not, they've, they've, they've given up in some way. But God's sending you to, to give them hope for power and provision. And uh, he wants to use you a lot in this end time. Uh, not only are you a beautiful woman, but you also have a word inside of you, and you're a warrior, hallelujah, and uh, you are a voice in your family. You are the encourager. Yes, we have been praying for God to bring salvation because, mm -hmm. uh, well, none of them is Christian. They are Christian, but Catholics and yeah. spiritualists and different believers. Yeah. They all, but, but I know God's work on them for salvation for them. You're carrying that word. Judy, if you're I have eyes like yours, I never close my eyes. Huh? <laughs> if you're I have a beautiful eyes like yours, I never close my eyes. <laughs> 
a beautiful one. Thank you. I still got a few wrinkles, though. Oh, we take care of you. But I'm fixing them. I'm fixing them. I'm fixing them for you. Come on, my place. We're fixing them. Lorene, know what it is. I'm fixing Lorene, so I'll fix you. Okay. You can fix me. We fix it. Hurry up, get over here. Since I ran to the end of the line. How you doing, sweetheart? Tina, Tina, how are you today? Fine. I was was invited by son and I, uh -huh. Thomas Carter. Uh -huh. I don't know if you remember him, but I, we've seen you before. Oh, you did? Okay. And uh, I don't know anything specific about that I need prayer for, lots of things. I'm not even going to go there. But you just, I just pray for God's direction and uh, uh, fill me up, build me yes. up, show me what he wants me to do, yes. whatever. But that lady today was awesome getting to hear her. The little little lady that came about the babies. Oh, the anchor, oh yeah. Anchor point. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That's some Could place be. you can. I don't know what. You can connect and be a volunteer. And, yes. I just you know, asked. God can use I live you. south of Alvin, so I'm kind of out of the loop. You yeah. know what I mean? Out of the. Yeah. But anyway. It's a little distance. And, and then she told me about a church that they have that's In not. Alvin? It's not a 501c in Lake City. Uh -huh. I used to go to the church in Lake City. So anyway, it's a little bit of a drive. But... Okay. Well, you, I just pray over you in the name of Jesus that God will open your heart. He will open your mind. <coughs> and he will open your ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this last day that God is not finished with you. He's kept you here for a purpose. Amen. And uh, the devil's tried to put a lot of things on you and tried to defeat you and tried to make you disappointed and lose hope. But you're still here. And so you just need to keep standing, standing for your family. You know, and maybe you feel like, you know, my family's not listening to me. They're not taking me serious. But the Lord is saying, in these last days, your family's going to listen. They're going to have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord says. And go home, put some praise music on. Set the atmosphere in your house. That's what the Lord is saying to you. Set the atmosphere of praise in your house. Set the atmosphere for that praise to get inside of you, for that hope to get inside of you. And, uh, and so that you can begin to declare open, you know, just begin to read the book of Psalms and say, God, give me a Psalm today. Give me an encouragement. The book of Psalms can be very, very encouraging. And so let the book of Psalms encourage you in your daily walk. And so Lord, I speak over her body in the name of Jesus. I speak healing over this body. I speak to her endocrine system in the name of Jesus. I speak to any hormonal imbalance in Jesus' name. And I'm not talking about uh, hormones like women hormones. I'm talking about your endocrine system, like, like blood sugar, like uh, thyroid, those kind of hormones that control everything else in your body. And so I speak to those to come into alignment in the name of Jesus. And all any nerve damage or pain that is in your legs or your feet, 
I speak to that in the mighty name of Jesus. Any neuropathy that is causing you pain in the name of Jesus, Lord. I speak to the nerve endings to come alive in Jesus' name and to be healed in the mighty name of Yeshua. God, I give you praise for sending Tina here. She's broken in the ways. And so, Lord, let her come and receive what she needs to go home with in Jesus' name. Fill our heart with hope, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And the Lord says, do not cast away your confidence in him because the Bible says there is great recompense of reward. So do not let go of your confidence in God. Amen because he will reward you as you stand confident in what he's doing. You have to cast your cares upon him and leave them there. Stop worrying. I'm not a worrier. Okay, good. Don't worry. Don't. My son lives with me, and he is very, very spirit-filled, a very good, 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 good man. Good. And Just keep on, keep that faith. But my daughter, she doesn't live with me. Yeah. Keep that faith operating. She's the one that we're... Yeah. Keep that faith operating in your house. Keep it operating. Keep it moving. Keep the flow. And if something tries to come in and stop it up, repeat Get the plunger. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get it out. Thank you so much. Praise God bless Lord. you. I'm sorry Amen. you had to Amen. wait on one more. <laughs> okay. Hey, I want to make an announcement real quick if you can hear me. Uh, if you're if you're on my mailing list and if you're not on my mailing list, you can get on my mailing list. This Saturday I have. Uh, can y'all be quiet for a second, please? If you're if you're not on my mailing list, you can get on my mailing list. Give me your email and your phone number. This Saturday I have a once a month service. This Saturday I have Prophet Dylan uh, coming to my house, Apostle Dylan. So. We only, we only have room for so many people. When we fill up, it, we're filled, and that's it. And uh, so if you want to get on that list, you can. And as we have places, uh, we'll send you an email and let you know. We have, usually have dinner. People bring something. And we have a great time in the Lord, worshiping and, and ministry and prophecy and all that comes forth. So. Angela can pull out the sheet and y'all can sign up if you're not on my mailing list. God bless you and thank you for having me. Huh? Oh. No, they already disconnected. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Hey, ladies. I'll send it. We'll do it. Okay, we'll do it next time. Yeah. And I've got that on recording. I'm going to go and listen to it again because, yeah. This I'm glad thing. we got to see you. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, we did not, we're not having any meeting this month in July because he told me I needed rest. And the other, okay, I'm going to talk loud because this has to do with something that, that everybody needs when they go shopping. I'm just kidding. Um, when was that? It was a couple of years ago. Yes. Um, I came to the meeting before I left the meeting. Um, this was a couple of years ago. It was right before COVID. And um, Judy was a ministry and I was slipping out the back door because I'd come in and was getting ready to leave and she said wait a minute wait a minute the Lord has a word for you um, which was like I can't slip out <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen and so she came up and she told me she said that thing that I was waiting for that's been held up it is going to be coming to you it's going to be released is what it is 
Very shortly after that, I had $100,000 released to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay, $100,000. Yes, hallelujah. Let me tell you what. God is good all the time. And I just told her, he again, that was before COVID. He just released a week ago more to me. I can't even tell you how much that one was. Come on, Lord, bring it on. I'm telling you. Bring it on. I wasn't asking for money, but he gave the answer through the money that took care of everything else. Praise God. Amen. 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 So hold Let on. Let the Lord us shout. Left aside over the prophecy. Father, we just ask you to bless them mentally, emotionally, financially. Restore her strength, Lord God. Give her new direction and vision and hear your voice clear as she does, but even more and more so. We thank you, Lord, that you open doors of opportunity for her and all of her family. We call her blessed and her daughter's son. Bless her son for all that he's done today as well. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you, sweetie. Um, let me think about it. Oh, that's so beautiful. I'm so glad you journeyed out here. Did we? Did you, did you sell anything? I'm with Sandra. I'm five minutes from Sandra. Okay. So did you? Did, did anybody buy anything? Or? About $26. Okay. I put it separate behind your envelopes. And do we get anybody to sign up for anything? Well, they're signing up. Okay, good. Good. Wonderful. You say, you say Saturday? Okay. Are we going out to eat or do you want to eat that? You want to go out to eat? That's just hot dogs. It's just hot dog stuff. It's like 4th of July picnic stuff. Yeah. No. No. Thank yeah. you, sweetie. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Hi. Uh, thank you. God bless you. Okay. And God praise the Lord for you. Thank you. You're blessed. Thank you. Hallelujah. And where's your house? In Lake City. Okay. I'd like to see Mr. Dillon. Okay. You're a little uh, thingamabob here. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we're still running. I'm going to turn you off. <laughs>